Welcome to the Two Honest Dads podcast. I'm Jeff Davidson, along with my co-host, Demetrius Reed. Hi, Jeff. How you doing? I'm amazing. That's good, man. This is where we will share real topics with honest answers. And so, Demetrius, um, I know that uh, we've been together friends for many years now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like years now. It is, it is years. And so, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I know the one thing that people always ask me all the time, because I... I always get comments about being creative mm-hmm. and and so I kind of I, I, I associate myself with that mm-hmm. but sometimes like you your big word that you always say about is like life hacks yes you know that you like to say yes and like you've shown me some life hack things about you know different kind of media stuff we're someday we're gonna get to that yeah really that'd be really cool dive in deep on that kind of stuff but um, years ago and it's actually a, a long time ago actually before I was married um, I was actually uh, driving um, to an event called See You at the Pole. Okay. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that or not. But mm-hmm. it was the kind of thing where teenagers go around, they pray at a flagpole. I did it when I was in high school. Did you? Mm-hmm. So, um, so anyways, um, the thing that was interesting about that to me was uh, I was listening to the radio and this person came on and says, Hey, today is National Aardvark Day. And I'm like... <laughs> um, that is the weirdest thing. Like, how does someone know that it's National Aardvark Day? Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that that someone made that and made that happen. So, so I actually took the time, and uh, after the see you at the pole event, okay, I called the radio station, okay, and I said, "Are you making up these holidays? Yeah. Or is there actually somewhere you get this from? Yeah. And they said. There's actually a book out there that actually has all of the names of these holidays in them. I'm like, okay, I need that. So I searched it out and I found it and it's called the chases calendar of events. That's a huge book. It's a huge book. It is actually 750 pages long. All right. Full of, every holiday that you want and don't want to know about so basically there's days that are overlapping like one day is like maybe 20 different holidays yeah every day has multiple holidays on it the first day of the month is always my favorite because it gives you like the national month you know and so if it's like you know whatever uh not i'm of course my mind's a total blank on that but I'll just read a couple of them for you. Okay. So the first one that says here, it is adopt a shelter cat month. Adopt. Okay. Adopt a shelter cat month. I can't even say that correctly. Yeah. So so basically adopt a cat. From a shelter. From a shelter, which. Uh, but it's for the whole month. Well, <laughs> if you adopt it, you have to keep it. Oh, not okay. just for the month. Okay. I thought you could take it back. No, 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 no. Well, most people probably like to take cat. No, for all the cat lovers out there, here's another one: audiobook appreciation month. Okay. All right. So, um, ooh, this one is not. This one is um, cancer from the sun month. So, I actually, have a friend who like awareness. No. Uh, yeah. Or in their holiday, that it yeah. gets to be whatever they want to it to be. To promote education and awareness of okay. the dangers of skin cancer from too much exposure to the sun. Okay. My wife just came back from um, a, a weekend away. Okay. And uh, she had too much exposure to the sun. Oh, and wow. And it was cold out too, where oh, she went. Wow. So anyways, 
Um, so this whole list of things, Child Vision Awareness Month, Children's, Children's Awareness Month, Dairy Alternative Month. I don't even know what that means. Okay. So is that, is that like almond milk? Or powdered milk. <laughs> or powdered milk. <laughs> Here you go. Effective Communication Month, which we try to do our that best. That should be at. like all year. That should be all year. <laughs> should make that a theme for the year. Yeah. Entrepreneurs Do-It-Yourself Marketing Month. Boom. That's for you, man. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple other ones here. Um, what was that other one I just saw that was really good? International Men's Month. We should have done that with the John Ash podcast. Oh, yes. Who knew? So, wait, wait. And then, so, he's international because he's over here. Yes. But well, are we international to him because we, we're American? We are. Oh, here's a good one. We should play music like this for the show. International Surf Music Month. Okay. Like Beach Boys. Yeah. Oh, man. I like that one a lot. That would be a really, really good one. National Candy Month. Favorite candy bar? Butterfinger. It, you have a favorite candy? Boston baked beans. Whoa, dude! You just like busted those out. Yeah. With no problem whatsoever. Yeah, those are wow. my, those are literally my favorites. Wow, that's that's really good. Um, we're, we're honest on this show. And oh, <laughs> whoa, we need to uh, do this one for the rest of the month. National Iced Tea Month. Oh, dude, I love myself some iced tea. Yeah. And so I'm really I'm really okay. Happy so about that. do you like sugar in it? No. Or? Okay. None. I can do both. Yeah. I really can. I can't. But I do like a good sweet tea. Yeah. Like a southern style sweet tea. Yeah. And I do just like a nice cold sun brewed tea with no sugar in it. Yeah. I, I'm so at the, the non-sugar in it because uh, back when I was in college, I traveled from my school and uh, my best friend from college, his mom made a sweet iced tea that... I literally did not sleep that night. I literally stayed up all night long because I couldn't sleep because one, it was so good that you didn't want to stop drinking it. Yeah. But two, I don't know what was in it, but there must have been so much sugar that I couldn't sleep. That reminds me of how I so, make Kool-Aid. So, but National Safety Month, National Soul Food Month, and last ones. Oh, you'll like this one. Rebuild Your Life Month. Oh. So... And that's not even in January. This is a this is a June one right here. I think that's like the I think that's because you have your, like your what do they call them at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Well, Resolutions. I know, yes, I don't know why because yeah. I never do them. That's why I can't remember the term. <laughs> but I think this is like okay. Now you should have did some resolutions. Yeah. So that yeah. makes sense. Um, and then this one, this one actually is just for the day. National Say Something Nice Day. Mm. So everyone out there. Say something nice to somebody, and uh, you can just tell them it's because it's that, that's what day it is. And the last one, then you have these weird ones that I just don't understand. Skyscraper month. Like, I mean, nothing against skyscrapers, but, like, why do they deserve a month? Yeah. I don't get it. But anyways, um, that's kind of what this book is about. It's called Chase's Calendar of Events, and if you ever want to get one of these... Here is my recommendation to you. Um, don't buy the year that you are in because this book brand new is $75. That's silly. It's just silly. Yeah. Like I would never spend $75 for this. Yeah. But if you buy the previous year and you're smart 
and you can look at the date because the months don't change. Yeah. And the days are still the same. It's yeah. just what day it is yeah. changes. Yeah. You can buy this wonderful book for $8. Oh, wow. So definitely worth it. So if you're looking for something for your kids, looking for fun things to do, and you're like, I'm not creative. Guess what? You just found a way to be creative because some of you out there are better implementers than even like Demetrius and I because we're idea people, we're yeah. creative, something like that. But sometimes we just forget. And yeah. sometimes we just uh, we have the ideas and we don't implement it. So implementation is everything. So I'm gonna encourage you, Chase's calendar of events, get a copy of this. Again, we are not sponsored by this. We're not. I'm just giving this to you guys to let you know. And I feel like there's gonna good. be something in there for everybody. Oh yeah, everybody. And, and there's some cool ones that are apps. There's free stuff out there that you can get apps and stuff like that. But if you want the exhaustive version, I'm holding up one more time because it's just fun. Right. If you want the exhaustive like a version, workout too. 750 pages of pure joy right here. Look, he's like, you can like, it has yeah, like that's pretty, substance to it. It's pretty um, heavy. You can, uh, you can do that. So, um, but I'm excited, man. I'm excited. We have a great host today. Uh, we have a great guest today, not a host. We're the host. We're the host. And so we have a great guest today. And um, uh, he is somebody who started a YouTube channel called the greatest Catanning, Pennsylvania. My wife is actually from Catanning. I did right. not know that. Yeah, she's from Catanning. Okay. And he does a YouTube channel called Catanning, the greatest city in the world, which there is a level of like sarcasm yeah. to that. But, but he also is truly trying to make his city a better place. Yeah. And guy's a phenomenal guy. I actually met him not in Catanning. I actually met him in Peru. He went on a trip with us to do a clean water initiative into uh, some villages in Peru that him and I rode together on a six hour boat ride along wow. the tributary of the Amazon River, taking clean water, eyeglasses, flip flops, um, just sharing the good news, doing some children's stuff. This guy's the real deal, man. He is so cool. And uh, he's, I think he's in his 30s. I think he's probably right around your age. But he's an awesome dad. He is also a business guy. Mm -hmm. And he also uh, leads a church. Yeah. Like this guy is I like know. doing everything. And, and he, has a, he has a lot of episodes too. Yes. So. Has a lot of episodes. And he, I think, I think, and I think, I don't know if he talks about it or not, but I think he has like a farm, like a small farm kind of deal. So he has like chickens and stuff like that. So this guy, uh, he's able to maximize his time, try to create balance because just being a dad is hard. Yes. Adding on being, um, a business guy yes. is hard. And to be a pastor, like he's just said, okay, I'm going to do the, the maybe three hardest things ever. And yeah. then I'm going to have a farm. Yeah. And start a YouTube channel. And I'm going to start a YouTube which channel. Which is hard, too. Which is hard. <laughs> which we've, we've proven that it's yes, hard. Yes, it's to hard. Do, um, to be able to. <laughs> we're helping him out because yeah. he makes it look easy. Yeah. We make it look like it's difficult yeah. to do. But I'm really, really thankful for him. Um, and he's just working really hard to, to uh, on this episode to tell, to tell us how to kind of balance family and business and just to, how that whole thing happens with your family. 
and to make it all work together. And so, so let's just jump into our interview here with Andrew Lattisa. All right, well, it is so good to be with Andrew here. Andrew and I were, uh, got to go to Peru about two years ago, or is it three? Yeah. Yeah, two years ago in February, I believe. Yeah, and we rode up the um, a river. I always want to say it's the Amazon River, but it sounds more impressive when we say the Amazon River, but it's probably like <laughs> a tributary of that. But yeah. we were on a boat for about five to six hours going up to a place called Contamana, and uh, we just had a great time there, and uh, just amazing. We were able to help out a lot of people, and you guys brought a lot of flip-flops and eyeglasses, and we brought some... Uh, different items we were able to give away and Andrew worked with a lot of the adults and uh, my friend Gary and I worked with all all the kids um, but we just had an amazing time together and, uh, and so I actually got to go to his church he actually is a, a pastor he's also a business owner okay and uh, we have him on here because he's a great dad and a husband and and he has a real love for a city and so his uh, his city is actually where my wife grew up in Catanning Pennsylvania, Contain, also absolutely. known as okay. the greatest city in the world. Yes, and sir. So, <laughs> um, and so Andrew has been doing podcasting and our uh, YouTube videos for, has it been over a year, right? Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been like 16 months now. So I started in November of 2017. Yes. Crazy. And I've seen, it said, you, what, nine, 90 videos, 99 videos or something like that? Oh no, yeah, it's it's closer to like 250 oh, now. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really crazy. It's, um, but I do some of them are live streams, so there's maybe 50 live streams. But it's uh it's over 200 edited videos at this point. Yeah. Wow. And so just so I we're gonna jump into the parenting part, but just for fun, just like what made you do that? What made you do the greatest city in the world, Catanning? Well, it's really tied into parenting. Uh, you know, you think about when I first moved to Catanning seven years ago, um, just to give you an idea, Catanning is, well, it's like a lot of towns in America. It's like a Rust Belt city, has a lot of, uh, has a lot of issues after the manufacturing left. And so uh, what we're trying to do is uh, change the mindset because everyone's so defeated, everyone's so negative about everything. And if I'm going to be here for a long time, I want my kids to grow up in a positive, vibrant community. That's right. And so uh, this is my mission is to kind of change the mindset of an entire city. So if we can take that mindset and shift it, my kids are going to grow up in a different town than what we moved to. Yeah, so. that's great. And so uh, you've been married for how long? Uh, I've been married. Uh, we just just passed seven years uh, this past summer. Wow. Okay. Yep. And, how, and how many kids do you guys have? We have four kids. <laughs> so. Wow. Is, it a, uh, is it a mix or boys, yeah, girls? Yeah, three. We had three, three girls, and then we finally had a boy. So, I got uh, three, three girls: Abigail, who's six; uh, Joanna, who will be five this summer; uh, Lily just turned three; and Malachi is one and a half. So, wow, that is a yeah. that is a busy household yeah. right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. wild, man. <laughs> I, only, I only have two, and I'm. I'm, we maxed out at two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always yeah. impressive when you, I, because I have three daughters and uh, I know that when you feel outnumbered, like that is, it's like a whole threshold there. Oh, yeah. Like when you each have one, when you had two, you know, you each have one, but a third is always that. And you, yours are really close together too. You have, you have, uh, I mean, fairly yeah. close in age. Um, so, uh, what would you say is like, what are some of your favorite things about parenting? What would you say are some of the things that you've enjoyed? 
Oh man. Uh, I mean, it's all a blessing. Even, even in the hard times, it's, it's a blessing, but I think my favorite thing, it's like favorite and least favorite at the same time is when you see them grow up, you know, you see them do that new thing and you see them not do that thing anymore. And, uh, you know, when they're, when they're no longer in diapers or you no longer have to make bottles or, you know, and they're just growing up. Yeah. I love watching their little personalities forming. I think that's my favorite thing as a dad. And then I'm a very analytical person. So I like to figure out their personality and then figure out how can I then best direct that personality into the future that God wants for that, for that child. So, yeah. Um, I love that whole process of kind of playing the game with your kid because they're, they change every week, yeah, and yeah, it's a different yeah, kid yeah. every month. And now, okay, now how do I help them move forward? So yeah, I like that part a lot. Being that we have, uh, uh, Demetrius and I both have all girls and I said, yeah, no, you have, you have three girls and the youngest one's a boy. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you noticed that is he a lot different Is his, is, is his even like the beginnings a lot different than what the girls were like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, my oldest girl is a little bit of a daredevil, um, but my but my son, yeah, he's a different animal. He's uh, <laughs> he uh, he really likes to um, push himself, and um, he's not afraid to fall. And he, you know, he's he's that kind of mentality. So boys, they always told me they were different, but um, <laughs> I, I think it's definitely going to be different. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think about that about how you're saying about even like I, I look at it as like, like seasons changing that yeah. uh, you're watching your kids grow. Like this past weekend, I just watched my daughter, who's my middle daughter, she was Mary Poppins in their oh. school musical. And yeah. I was just blown away, like watching her grow and develop, you know, in yeah. these things and seeing her passions. My oldest daughter um, and is a runner, and which is something that I wasn't at all. And I was just so excited that when even when outside people see greatness in your kids, even in areas that maybe you aren't as great in. And so, so for me, I know that's, you know, some, someone seen running in my daughter. I just didn't expect that because I, (laughs) I just didn't think that way. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you, we watch your kids grow up and you think, you know, where'd they get that from? Like, I look at my wife, I don't see that in her. I don't see that in me. And even when they're little, it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they got that part of them, but uh, it's, it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, thinking about because I, I think when I think about Catanning, I I know it has even a small town feel to it, and yeah. uh, kind of makes me hit that uh, thing about that it takes a village to raise a child, and so you probably even being a pastor, you're probably watching your kids um, learning from other people and being able to grow and develop, you know, along with what you and your wife are doing. Well, yeah, it's really exciting because um, even as like through the YouTube channel, we've done a lot of service projects in the city and this we call summer serve. We do projects every summer, every week. And uh, so our the last Saturday of last summer, my oldest daughter came with me for the very first time. Wow! And uh, it was my, it's my favorite video that we ever made. Actually, she's out there raking grass and she I mean, she was just lit up like wow. a Christmas tree. And we got to the end of the day and I did a little interview with her in the park afterward. And she goes, you know, uh, this is my city, dad. This is my city. Oh. And it was just like one of those dad moments, yep. just like overwhelming with pride. But I know that they're affecting the other kids in the church and the other kids are affecting them. And um, we're, we're, we're raising up a whole generation. It's not just one kid at a time. That's right. Wow. That's so good. Um, so how do you like just even listing off those things of just a business owner, which is a full-time job, a pastor, yeah full-time job and to be a dad and a parent like you're you're rocking three full-time jobs 
and to be able to do that. How do you balance that out? How, how do you make the balance between all of those things? Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's by far the most difficult part of my life because you're at this point, I'm no longer deciding between, you know, watching TV and relaxing at night or, you know, or, or going to do a home project. Like I'm not making those decisions anymore. Like all the, yeah. all the fat's been cut. <laughs> yeah. And so now it's just robbing something good for something that's the best. And, um, that's the, that's the hardest balance. Wow. And I, I have a personality that I want to go, go, go. And if I would just work all the time and I'd make YouTube videos all the time and I would neglect my family, but it's just kind of taking that step back all the time and, and yeah. really reflecting on, okay, God, what do you want me to do with my day to day? How do you want me to spend my hours? And so if I can, um, you know, delay a video for a day and take the night off of editing so I can be fully there for my kids for three hours straight. Uh, that's what I want to do. And so it's just kind of carving out that sacred time is, is what I call it, uh, yeah. which is my time with my kids. You know, I really yeah. have to make sure my relationship with God's good first, my wife, my relationship with her is good second, and my relationship with my kids is good third. Everything else comes after that. And if I don't have those three things figured out, then, then yeah. everything else is going to fall apart. So, yeah, uh, I appreciate your honesty on that because, yeah. you know, <clears throat> I think a lot of dads and I'm sure moms as well feel that same way but I'm an entrepreneur myself and I've been self-employed for four years and there's this pressure that I have that like you know if I don't go out and get work then yeah. there's no I don't bring in any money and I get I feel that guilt sometimes where it's like I'm go 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 as well mm -hmm. but like you said God's will is not for you to leave your family behind Absolutely. as you're trying to do these things so like you think that you are gonna make some you know bring some change or whatever you feel like your focus is as the as the provider or, or the leader of the household and it's like that's not his will so it's probably not gonna work anyway <laughs> yeah, and then the other trick is is I try to incorporate my family as much as possible so if I'm gonna go to the neighboring city and have a community meeting and try to start something there I'll take my two oldest kids with me. And wow. so they're getting used to being part of that whole process yep. where I'm going to go make a YouTube video today, or I'm going to go do X, Y, Z. I'll just take them with me and we'll make a, we'll make a moment out of that. Um, so if we can, uh, if we can incorporate those things together um, and kind of not, not compart, I think as men, we tend to just compartmentalize <laughs> things and we just say, yep. I'm going to do this project and I'm going to do this project and I'm going to yep. do this project. Well, I think as a man, especially in the 21st century, we have to start to be willing to kind of blur those lines a little bit. Yeah. Um, not good. only blur the lines between family and work, but also between work and church and between work and play and all those things kind of need to be melded together. And uh, once you let go and just let it happen, uh, it becomes a lot easier. <laughs> That's so good. It's, it feels like we always talk about it being intentional, you know, like being yeah. intentional with your family. And I think that's exactly what you're doing. You make a choice saying, okay, can I add them? Can I add them a part of this? Can they be a part of this? I know like now that I've been able to take my girls on missions with us, uh, yeah. man, it, it makes them, they have a whole different view of life. And so like, I know we just had St. Patrick's Day this past, uh, this past weekend. And I know for my girls, St. Patrick's Day is much different now because they've been to Northern Ireland and to be not, oh, yeah. been to Ireland several times, having friendships there and having people that they know like it's just even that their worldview is different, you know, from that, but it's because we were able to intentionally make them a part of those things and not be, you know, not be separate. Like dad goes and does this 
with somebody they yeah. get to come along yeah i heard a quote a while ago and it was uh from one of my favorite artists his name is josh garrells he makes fan amazing music but um he was recording an album and he and he made a video as part of it and or a movie as part of it and he said you know you can do anything with kids that you can do without he said mm. it just takes a whole lot longer and so <laughs> i uh i kind of really when i saw that movie i really took that to heart and i said okay yeah. so if i just can get it through my head that this 15 minute job is going to take 25 if i bring my kids yeah that's okay i just got to plan for 25 minutes and i'll get quality time at the yeah. same time and it's a it's a win-win oh that's really good um what would you say from uh you know the other thing we talk about a lot of times is like you're nine to five you know you're doing a lot of stuff i mean you got <laughs> so many things going on but we always talk about how your your five to nine is so crucial you know yeah. when you're at home with your kids what would you say what are some of the habits or some of the routines that you guys have maybe not just during that time but if it's morning or night what are some of the routines that you would have together as a family yeah so um i mean we try to incorporate like i've tried to incorporate now friday nights like our game night um, we do those kinds of things um, we also participate with church events whenever we can so if it's a if there's kids event at church we're we're there and trying to get them engaged because we homeschool as well so it's trying to you know get our kids out as much as possible so they're not just so inwardly focused but then at home specifically every single night I mean, one thing that we're sacred about is, is we've been reading a chapter book together now for two years. So we've been going through a little house on the prairie and that's been like this amazing experience as wow. a family. And then we read uh, Bible stories and devotionals every single night as well. So um, we just, it's been, it's taken a while, but we, we finally found a really good kid's Bible. And then we, yeah. um, we uh, finally uh, found a book series that we liked as well. So we're really sacred about that time. So while they're eating their snack and, getting ready for bed we're reading those stories so we got you know half an hour to 45 minutes of solid you know dad and kids talking about talking about jesus before bedtime yeah well that's really good because that and those habits and routines are so crucial to get started because you know we you see people that if they don't do it and they try to start it later it turns yeah. into um well, it almost doesn't well and feel we started natural. it so young now they actually like if i forget they're like dad we forgot we oh, didn't yeah, read they're, yet they're reminding you <laughs> so they're they're holding me accountable which is wonderful yeah. yeah well so what would you say some of the biggest challenges you have as a as a parent what are some of the some of the hard things I would say that time management one is, is first and foremost. Yeah. Um, but then secondly is my, is probably my relationship with my wife. Yeah. Because you, uh, you know, the kids, the kids can suck all the energy out of her. And then if I come home and if I'm, if I'm suck, tr sucking energy out of her as well, um, you know, it's just a recipe for a disaster. So yeah. I, I have to come home, even if I haven't had the best day or those kinds of things, um, I have to try to be life-giving uh, to my wife and try to be uh, life-giving to my children. And so I, I just try to be very intentional about that. I can, I can rest after they go to bed. I can do my own thing later. Um, I need to be, I need to be there for them when I get home. So. That's good. Is personality wise, are you and your wife same, different, or what is, how does that, how does, uh, how, how are uh, your personalities? Well, we're, I mean, you know, some of each, we, yeah. we're both kind of, we're both hard drivers for sure. Yeah. Uh, but in different ways, my wife is very, very precise and organized. I'm kind of more of a, Hey, let's let it flow. Let's see where this, where this thing leads. Yeah. Uh, and so that, you know, butts heads every now and again, but for the most part, we're both very frugal. We're both very hardworking people. And so 
Uh, so we can we can be a really great team when we're working together. Yeah. Uh, but like anything else, we can be we can be worst enemies when we're not working together either. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That's good. And then uh, thinking about like, is there like values that you guys have? Anything that's like a, like a family value or maybe one or two that are like some non-negotiable things saying, hey, we want to we're going to do this as a family or this is, you know, these are things that we're trying to instill in our kids. Yeah. I mean, I think our faith first and foremost, I yeah. mean, if, if, if we, uh, if we as Christians, um, don't introduce our kids to Jesus as they're growing up. Yeah. What was even the point of having them, uh, honestly. Yeah. Uh, so that's first and foremost. And then, you know, it's the other things, you know, work hard, uh, be diligent, uh, be on time, you know, all those kinds of things that we're trying to instill in them. Um, you know that's that's where I'm at, but uh, other than other than that, I think it's just kind of just wholesome Christian values is what we're shooting for. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to teach our kids very specific things, but I think the way that you put it, um, you know, values that we just want them to uh, have a framework within with, which with to live their lives, and then uh, they can take that framework and do whatever they want with it. Exactly. Like, I'm one that I actually don't even care if my kids go to college at all. Uh, I just want them to be happy with whatever they choose to do with their lives and their career. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I'm, that's where I, I'm trying to, like we talked about earlier, figure out where their personalities are and then try to drive them to whatever's going to feed that personality and, and fulfill them uh, for God's glory. Are you earth. seeing your kids, are, are all their personalities different? Are you? Oh yeah, they're yeah. completely different. My oldest one is a is a very dominant entrepreneurial kind of personality. Yeah. My second child is super sensitive, but she's very much into food and all that kind of stuff. Like, she'll she'll as we're cooking, she'll want me to hold her up over the stove and be like, "Can I smell that, Dad?" <laughs> Every ingredient that goes in, she wants to smell it again. So it's like. I can, you know, I'm trying to like figure out, okay, yeah. I, so I need to start a restaurant later and my oldest one can run it. My second one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, that, that will make Katani even better. You can have another good restaurant in there. Hey, so man, brother. Be, we need be... a bakery. <laughs> <laughs> I, got a, I got a quick question for you about the, your whole YouTube thing, because yeah. I feel like it ties into like the, the, the example that you're showing for your kids, like who asked you to try to, you know, take this mantle on of, you know, making your city better? Like who told you to do that? Uh, nobody. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's God's, God's direction. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's where it came from, but yeah, yeah this was uh, completely out of the blue. And I mean, you could say Katanning, greatest city in the world. We're not the greatest city in the world <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're trying to brand it. You're trying to brand it. Yeah, yeah but everyone was so obnoxiously negative. That's yeah. how I started was everyone's so obnoxiously negative. I'm going to be that obnoxiously positive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm going to be I'm going to be Joel Steen on Happy <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, that's kind of how I framed it initially. And now now that it's actually got traction, you know, I, I thought in the beginning, man, if I got hundreds of people to to get on some positivity, we could really make a difference. Yeah, we're at 1350, and the town has a population of 4,500 people. Yeah. Wow. So it's so it's you know it's really we have a huge market share, yeah. and we can't we can't go to a restaurant anymore without someone being like, hey, I love the videos. Yeah. So yeah. It's it's really cool. Um, but that brings its own challenges too, because then it's like, well, how much do I include my kids? Yeah. How much? Because there's a lot of crazy stuff in the yeah. world too. Oh yeah, so. absolutely. So you're really trying to find that proper balance 
I just think that one of the things for like me, I think maybe it's just that entrepreneurial spirit inside of me. Like I want my kids, like when you said you don't care if your kids go to college, I feel the same way um, yeah. because I just want them to be proactive and I want them to, to not always have to be like, oh, someone has to kind of say, hey, why don't you do this thing or do this? Like I want them to like look at a situation and say, oh, I'm just gonna do that because I can or my father showed me that you know the world is your oyster you know what I'm saying and you can do anything yeah. and I think that like when I see you doing what you're doing and no one told you to do it you just seem like kind of a thing that you know I'm gonna take this responsibility on I just think kids nowadays especially with all the different directions you can go I think kids get lost it's, it's like they get paralyzed with which way do I go and as long as you're, I think as long as you're moving forward, you, you can make something happen, you that's know? Right. So that's right. I just think yeah. that's very, very admirable. I love what you're saying there. You know, you find that need, you find something that's going to light you on fire yeah. and then just go for it. Yeah. You know, the, the age that we're living in with technology, I mean, the fact is that if you like, like if you're into cotton candy, cotton candy's your thing, you can start a YouTube channel now and you can be the cotton candy king of the universe yeah. and you yeah. can make $100,000 a year because oh, yeah. you love cotton candy. Oh, yeah. And so... You know, it's a better time than ever, I think, to be raising kids with that entrepreneurial spirit. Because if they can figure out what lights their fire by the time they're 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, they can be 10, 15 years ahead of the game from someone that's going to college who didn't figure out what they want to do with their life until they're 35. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And so, and, and even if they failed, even if they failed in that whole process, how much they learned through that to actually go after something they were passionate about, I mean, it's invaluable. Yeah. One goal most parents have is to make more time for your family. But what and how? We can't take vacation all the time to improve our family dynamics. But it doesn't have to be that hard. With a little initiative, we can help you navigate your family on the path you've always hoped for. Welcome to FamBox. Our goal is to help families connect better. Our starter kit is called the Work in Progress Toolbox. Before you can set out on this adventure to make your family what you want it to be, you need to have a base, a starting point something you can measure growth with your family when it gets off track. In FanBox, you will take time to discover the mission of your family through a series of interactive activities and open communication. Together as a family, you will set the foundation of what your family is all about. So get ready for this new adventure. Go to FanBox.org for more details. We're with Andrew Lattice out here, business owner, pastor, husband, dad, and a YouTuber. YouTuber. Yeah. Can't even say that right. YouTuber. YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> with Catania, the greatest city in the world. And and the one thing you just said, I wanted to kind of come back to you. When you talk about the positive, uh, being positive about your city, I was thinking about even like being positive about your family and how, um, I don't know, I feel like the more I'm around families, like I, I feel like, sometimes they're so down on it. Like yeah. they're so down yeah. on, on everything that, uh, you know, that it's just about their kids or their marriage or things like that. And I know for myself, I think that's where, uh, I keep trying to push that, you know, about looking at the good of things, not, yeah. I mean, trying to be realistic, but also there is something about being positive. And that's why even with your, your YouTube, like, like you, you say it tongue in cheek about containing the greatest city in the world, but, but you're also believing it and, and doing that. So, what would you say about your family? What would you say are some positive things that you can instill or positive things that you, you know, put into your kids? 
Yeah. So, I mean, quick story. Um, my, my second daughter, Joanna, uh, at the beginning of February was actually diagnosed with type one diabetes. And so it's been a really wild, wow. you know, seven weeks trying to kind of adjust to that whole, that whole thing. And, um, my, my, my wife stayed in the hospital and I was single dad for three days trying to hold it all together. And so yep. it was just really crazy, but it was like, even from the very first diagnosis, it was just like you said, Jeff, trying to find that positivity in the whole situation. Cause we have that promise, you know, from Romans chapter eight, you know, God's working all things together for our good, for those who called according to his purpose. And That's so right. um, I'm just really trying to believe that myself. And so when I was going to the hospital, my wife was really, she was really struggling with it. Like, why would God, you know, why would God do this? You know, and it, uh, of all the kids that we have, why would God do this to our most sensitive child, uh, to the one who loves food? You know, yeah. why would why would that happen? Mm. And so, uh, but even from that very first moment, I was I was looking at it and saying, you know what? There's millions of people around the world with type one diabetes. What if God picked our child because she's going to grow up in our family? And we're going to be able to raise her in a positive way. And she's going to be able to look at this as a blessing from God. Yeah. And then she's going to be able to go out and have a witness to millions of people around the world that need a good witness right now. Yeah. And so uh, I'm trying to look at it from that perspective. Like even when something tragic like that happens, how can we turn it as a family and use it as a teachable moment for our kids so they can take that experience and go and be a light into a world that so desperately needs more light. Yeah. That's so good. Cause it's like, yeah. It's like the identity of that. I know that one of my daughters has been going through some things that, that you can identify yourself as that on a negative side, or you can right. take that and say, all right, I'm going to take that and make it a part of my story that I can help others and help encourage others. And I know that, that uh, she is going to be a world changer you know, yeah. in that. And it's not going to be the thing that defines her, but it might be part of her. You know, it's, it's part of her story that she's going to be able yeah. to help others in the future. So... Absolutely. Absolutely. And we all have those experiences. And sometimes it's something like for me, it was things that I did. Like I was an alcoholic. I sold drugs. I did all these things before I met God. And so oh, wow. that's part of my story. I did it to myself. But, um, you know, those things are going to be part of her story. And yep. God, God can glorify himself through all of it. He uses it all. Wow. Absolutely. That's so good. So uh, just a couple last questions here I was thinking about. It's like, what advice would you give yourself if you started all over again from marriage parenting you know is there anything you look back i know it's it's a seven-year window right now but if you could is there anything you look back that you say man if i had known this then i would yeah. do this part over yeah i mean i'm always one that's i'm trying to figure out at the end from the beginning and so when i when we first had a kid i was trying to figure out you know how can i survive the toddler years meanwhile i just have a baby you know drinking a bottle i would i would tell myself quit trying to figure out 20 years from now and like just focus on that next bottle and enjoy this moment yeah uh, you're gonna you're gonna figure it out as you go you don't have to worry or be anxious about tomorrow god's got all that figured out uh, just worry about today be the best man you can today for your wife and for your kids and uh, let the other stuff go because um, i've spent way too much time worrying about the future things that i can't control all that kind of yeah. stuff and I'm not saying don't plan, like yep. you got to plan and do all that stuff, but you don't yep. be anxious about it, you know, make your plan and then, uh, and then focus on today. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I know, uh, we were just watching some videos, um, for when the girls probably, it was probably about 10 years ago, watching some videos. And it's funny. You think you would remember like there's now that they're, 
you know, in two of them are teenagers. One's going to be a teenager. The last one's going to be a teenager this year. And you think you remember all of those things. Oh, yeah. And then you go back and you watch something and, and you remember even those times, those sleepless nights and all those things. And uh, I'll tell you, I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful all along the way that, you know, I was a youth pastor for 20 years. And so, like, I thought my wheelhouse would be when they hit being teens. But, but how God gives you each part along the way you know he gives you he gives yeah. you enough tools to be able to navigate those certain parts and right. uh and man i'm 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 thankful for that and i'm thankful for the great people that god's brought into our lives that have poured into our kids you know going back to that man it takes a village to raise a child and i think that's so crucial that we have good people that are involved in their lives yeah, you were, you were actually, uh, you may not know it. Oh, I'm sure you don't know it, but you were one of the inspirations for kind of the YouTube channel because when I was, uh, when I was first getting all this thing going, we were, um, I was listening to different YouTubers that were just saying, don't worry about creating something so special. Just document what's going on. Just yeah. document what's happening. And as I was hearing that, I was thinking about you in Peru because like everywhere we go, like Jeff's always got a camera on he's always documenting the memories all these kinds of things and i was just thinking about you actually in peru and i'm like yeah. you know what like jeff's doing that he's just documenting everything everywhere he goes and it creates such powerful uh, memories and then in today's day and age it creates such powerful marketing tool because when something really great happens yeah. guess who guess who captured it yeah Absolutely. oh that's so. that's so cool man i appreciate yeah. you even saying that that's that's yeah. awesome to hear um so I think maybe one of the last questions here, I was thinking about how having four kids and you know, uh, have some different personalities, how do you parent them differently? And maybe how do you parent them the same? Like what, is, what are some things that you might do that you know, for a specific child that you might do differently you know, for another sure. one? And so, um, I mean, most of it's on the, on the discipline side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, from a reward perspective, they all like similar things. Like they all want to go to Dairy Queen, you know, <laughs> they all want a chocolate after dinner, yeah. um, that kind of stuff. Although my older one is maybe a little bit more rewarded by money. She likes that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm assuming as they get older, they'll all probably like money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what my kids are. <laughs> But on the discipline side, they're very, very different. Um, you know, my uh, my third child, um, she's very sensitive as well. Um, all she needs, if she gets a swat on the behind, she's she's good to go. Yeah. She's she's good for the rest of the day. My second one, um, you know, it, it could be a CYS situation style abuse, and it wouldn't help her at all. <laughs> uh, you know, she, she does not respond to that, and so. Um, but you, you get into the kind of the mode of you want to discipline how you want to discipline. And that's not, that's just not helpful. Um, you have to discipline each individual child, um, in a way that's not, not to hurt them, but to, but to, uh, direct them back <laughs> to what God wants them to be doing. And so it's always kind of having that conversation, that initial kind of punishment, like, Hey, we need a timeout or we need to, um, or you're not going to get TV for the rest of the day, whatever that is. But then it's always that coming back and, and then telling the story afterwards of, hey, this is why God says that we don't hit each other. You know, God says that we're not supposed to talk like that to our parents. And so it's always kind of coming back and making it a teachable moment. Yeah. Um, that's been a struggle for me because I'm just like, oh, I'm just going to fix this and then I'll just I can move on with my life. But 
it's it's just not that way with kids each one is individual and if all three of them are being nasty to each other it's going to take three different punishments and then it's going to take three different stories at the end to get the message across to three different kids but taking all that extra time is the struggle for me but that's that's what you have to do and if you can do it now when they're five and six and four then when they're 14, 15, and 16, I'm, I'm praying it's going to be a lot easier. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, I can say for being on that almost probably the decade now in front that it does pay off. And uh, yeah. all those things really do, they do pay off. And so I, the, I think the encouragement maybe I wanted to end with today is maybe uh, I know that I was telling Demetrius that, um, you know, now that my girls are in their teens in one just ready to become a teenager that uh, sometimes it's easy to forget some of the things from back like a decade ago and when they were right. when they were little and so I just thought maybe you could kind of maybe end today with like what encouragement would you give to like young parents right now that uh, that are they're trying to to make it through they're kind of holding on with everything that they have and just maybe I thought we could end today like what kind of encouragement would you give to those young parents out there yeah i mean uh number one the seasons go so fast uh you know whatever season that you're in right now if it's really difficult uh you know it's like the weather in pennsylvania and ohio if you don't like it just wait five minutes and it'll change that's right (laughs) so uh, so that's number one and then number two just find find one thing find one thing that you can do to be to start a new routine today and so if that's a five minute devotional in the morning and that can be your one thing that you can like take that and say, okay, we're gonna have one part of our day that's gonna be a rock. Start there that's and good. build your routine off of there. Cause I just find on the moments that everything is going crazy, it's because we got away from the basics. It's because yep. we stopped doing the things that were working. And so get back to get back to something basic, take five minutes today, make that your rock and hold on to it with all you got. Wow. <laughs> That's so good. Well, Andrew, it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast today and so thankful to know to you here. and, and uh, know that the difference that you're making in your town and you're making for the kingdom of God and uh, really, really appreciate it. So I just thought uh, if you're willing to, maybe you could just kind of close us out in prayer today and just be being able to pray for uh, just for the families that will be listening to this podcast. Absolutely. hundred percent. Let's do it. Father God, we just thank you. Uh, I thank you for this opportunity uh, to just speak to do these two, uh, these two honest dads, and I pray that uh, that their reach would be far and wide. Uh, Lord, I pray for anyone listening to this that just needs encouragement right now, uh, that you would be the the great encourager. Uh, Holy Spirit, we invite you into their situation, uh, that you would be their great comforter. And uh, Lord, we just pray for this next generation. Uh, we are all trying to raise our children uh, to be world changers. Uh, we want to raise them to to serve you. We want to raise up a generation uh, that is going to bring revival uh, to, to your church and bring revival to our nation and bring revival to the world. Uh, so, Lord, uh, let us just be vessels of your Holy Spirit and let us pass that on to our children, that they can be the world changers that we know that you're calling them to be. We just love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Andrew, thank you so much. Again, your church is in Catanning. It's called Living Water Church. Living Water Church in Catanning. Uh, you can also find him on YouTube at Catanning, the greatest city in the world. So if you haven't subscribed to that, go do that. Let's put him over 1,400 or 1,500. Yeah. You I'm know, subscribing today. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Amen. We'll get the word out for you. <laughs> and, uh, appreciate you, man. Have a great day, and uh, we'll see you soon. 
Thanks so much. Love you guys. All right, All right you too. Thanks.